What is going on, guys? And this is episode five of the Anime Boys podcast. And as always, I would love to welcome my co-host, AJ Garces. What is going on, my man? You plus me equals Anime Boys. E. E. Dude, I just want to give a quick start to this episode, man. Dude, we're on episode five of this thing. Yeah, we're doing this thing for five. (laughs) It's been five weeks. Five weeks of episodes. Wait, what? We've been doing it for five weeks. Wait, five weeks episodes, man. Dude, I'm so happy that we've like consistently done this and you know we're we're doing it. You know what I mean? I'm so <laughs> fucking happy. We're doing we haven't it. gotten burnt out yet. Not burnt out, man. There's so much more anime to watch and there's so much to talk about. So I'm There's so gonna be excited. so much and there's always new animes coming out. Like have you yeah. seen like there's so many there's like that it's called like Kaza Kaza Buka Jigga whatever, but it's on Netflix no. and it's about it's on Netflix and it's about like a gambling high school. And they're Dude, all gamblers. I gave up on doing like is it like a Netflix original or Yes, like, it's a Netflix original. I gave up on those ever since when like Jaden Smith put out his like Black Butler, I think is what it was called. He he put it out there and after His I'm Black sure Butler? Have you, no, it wasn't called Black it was called Butler something. It was called No, it was the, it, like, he's he's got like the it's he's got like the pink hair, right? Yeah, it was it was fucking terrible. I'm sorry. It was fucking terrible. Dude, okay, well, like, you, well, yeah, it's Jaden's. Don't okay, so no, okay. The thing is, like, I looked into it. And I'm like, you know what? He got a great cast. He got the same animators that did Hunter. He got the same Batman. writers that did Hunter. Batman, uh, Batman, white Batman. What is that? White Batman. Uh, white Batman. Yeah, dude, white Batman. Awesome. <laughs> See, his his music is fucking great. Oh, dude. That. Okay, okay. Speaking of songs, speaking of songs, tell me why I've had "Goddamn Famous" by Mason Ramsey stuck in my head all. Fucking week long. Why have you had that stuck in your Dude, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. (laughs) That that, that song is so well written. I've it's had, so... okay, this is really weird. I've had Let It Go, like the Frozen fucking oh, song. I don't know why that comes and goes in my head every time. And like, I have to watch Frozen now. Dude, dude, okay. So I, I don't know. I thought it was like, so that, and then, uh, well, I saw a video and it was like the video for Mason Ramsey's famous, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I hope it's because of you, girl. And then it's Crystalia, and he's like, Hey, Yodel kid, oh. you're seven, man. You're Dude, seven. That, okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna down that kid for like. I'm not gonna hurt. You know that kid's a great singer. He's got a great voice, but it literally sounds like a bunch of fucking thirty year olds wrote that song for. No, him. yeah, you know yeah, for a fact yeah. a, a room full of thirty year olds wrote that, and he yeah. they're just like, all right, kid, sing this. They're like, oh, okay, what have we thrown away? Like, who didn't want this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what one country star? What did not? Taylor what, Swift you know I mean? didn't want this shit, so let's make yeah. you sing it. Let's make him sing it, and like, so, you know, but it's too. He got signed to Atlantic Records. But uh, ro- rolling into the dude, so review. Oh my god! Our, this week's review. So this week's review. So uh, so we you know we were kind of spitting some ideas about the next review. You know we've done anime themes. We've done like you know we did Spirit Away, and I had the crazy idea because I fucking fell in love with this movie growing up. Um, was Digimon the movie? Oh, dude, so, so tell me we were on Spirited Away, and they were like, hey. Why not Digimon the movie? Spirited Dude, I, Away, Digimon Spirited, the movie. They're both. You know, they're both equally. No. One's but, a know, classic. The, one <laughs> not as much, but. Not as much. But, you know, okay, the reason I wanted to do this was because yeah. I, this movie impacted me for some fucking reason. Like, this movie has stuck with me for, like, 18 years. This movie came out in 2000. And it hit me so hard, and I feel like because it hit me so hard, like, I can still think about it today, is because around that same time, they were still doing those type of movies in theaters. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Nowadays, nowadays, you can't put a movie like that in the theaters and it compete with, like, The Avengers or, like, any other movie coming out. It won't do box office. You know what I mean? It won't so, do box so, office ratings. So I actually, like, read into that, and it was, it was because of the success of the first two Pokemon movies that they were like, hey, let's do a major theater release for Digimon. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, sorry, the thing about Digimon was there was no the there was no movie for it. Yeah, and in Japan they were like, "Well, we have all these Digimon shorts that are like thirty minutes long," and they were like, "Well, let's just edit them all together." Is this movie that was? I was going to bring that up. I mean, it's all the same kind of storyline at the end of the day, but it's so, very like yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So there's three separate Digimon shorts that. Mm-hmm. The first was okay, so like, oh, it's it's Ty and Co- Corey, Kari, Kari, yeah, yeah. Kari, and they're like little babies, and it's the first time they encounter a Digimon. Yeah, and they encounter like the the 
Koromon that becomes the Agumon that becomes the Greymon, but it's not their Agumon Koromon. Yeah, yeah, that kind of like it's a it, different it, one. They went along with more of what the first episode was. Yeah, like that, exactly. That, that, that was the first episode of Digimon, like, when you first watched the series, and I feel like they just really explained it a lot. Yeah, so that um, was kind of like, like – so they had, like, a short about that. Then they had a short about the whole, like, Digimon virus and the internet thing. Mm-hmm. And then they go flash forward. And that's why in Digimon the movie, everything seems so quick. You're like, oh, yeah. first this happened, and then this happened. And now, like, everybody's older – and it's like the next generation, and like Kari's older, and then it's like uh, what's his name? Yeah, da D D D Davis. Davis. No, and now well, it's Davis. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, and then yeah, TK's yeah. older too. Yeah. But those yeah. actually, so the United States, like North America, we took three Digimon shorts and edited them all together, and that's why it looks the way it does because those yeah. were made first. Yeah. Because I, you know, also like you know, watching it because like it's an eight, it's runs about like eighty eight minutes, which is like an hour and like yeah. hour and a half almost. You know what I mean? And that first chunk was about forty five minutes to fifty minutes of the entire movie. Like that was the movie. You know what I mean? And then yeah. the second, the whole second generation, like wrapping up the entire storyline, was like an episode of Digimon, basically. No, yeah, it was, like, yeah, only, straight like, up, it was, it was like, so quick. Minutes. It was so yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, dude, super, and, super, super quick. Super quick, and but you know, like I said, it resonated with me with so much because it was having all those like theater releases, and you know, I did a little research into like the budget. So they only had a five million dollar budget, which is a pretty low budget for for a movie. Yeah, like, it's super low. Style. Super low, and it, and it made sixteen million. So it made I know, money. I saw it made it, money. it made it made money. But and then also, if you look at like the Rotten Tomatoes like score, it only did like twenty percent. It was actually yeah. Thinking back on it, <laughs> it it's not so that, it's not that good. It's not that good of a movie. If you no, really it's not. Like, I watched it again, and I was like, oh my yeah. god, why did I love this so much? And I loved it because you know there's a. Do you see how Americanized it was? It was so Americanized. It was like, so really Americanized. It wasn't even funny. And only in America do we white do do we what do we white when women? Me. No. Now only in America do we write the worst one-liners in movies ever. Dude, oh my god, I, I have so <laughs> many in my head. Like, um, my, my I wrote I wrote some of my favorites down. My favorite – I'm going to just kind of spitball some of my favorites, and I want to hear some of yours. My, a lot of my favorite one-liners came from, like, the first half of the movie is when everything was, like, shitting out. The phone lines were down. Yeah. Was going. So the, the, the newscaster was like, uh, <laughs> the stock market is crashing, blah, blah, blah. People are in panic. People are riding in the streets. Now with the weather. And I was like, oh, my God. He's like, now with the weather. Uh, I love – there's one where Izzy – all the emails are flooding in, and he's just like, oh, no, your Digimon's going down. Oh, your Digimon can't fight. Oh, be home at 6 o'clock. Oh, wait, that's from my mom. That's from my mom. <laughs> like super, I, super – oh, especially he's like – he's like – he comes back. And he's like, what did you do to the computer? He's like, I don't know. He's like, why did you take a bathroom break right now? I had another one. Uh, well, I thought it was just so funny. So – that first half of the movie, it's where they first encounter, like, the the Digimon for the first time. And then the whole big chunk of the movie is where Diaboromon is taking over, like, the internet. Yeah. And messing with all that. And for some reason, Izzy just keep keeps drinking Ty's mom's jerky shakes. Jerky shakes? And she's just jerky keeps on, shakes. Which is, like, it's so funny. Like, I don't remember her ever being, like, that bad of a cook. I feel like they had to give her, like, a little bit of comic, like, relief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um... So yeah, that was just so funny. He just kept on drinking like all the shakes, and he was loving. He it. kept on drinking all the shakes. Uh, I'm trying to like think. Um, no, yeah, like uh, I wrote that. Dude, there's so much ska in this movie. There's so much ska. Like now, I really so much ska. There, there was so they had the mighty boss tones. They had yeah, mighty mighty boss tones. Uh, they had less than Jake. Less than Jake, and like you know what my uh, I, I really have to like pull this up really quick. Um, my. Favorite Dude, song. I know, I know what song is. I wrote down what your favorite song is in this one because uh, I know it I, because I know you so well. <laughs> um, I run it, around. Yeah, run around. around. Who is that by? Who is that? Who is that? By? I have Who's no that? idea. I have um, no idea who that's by. But so, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "This is Mitchell's favorite song." So okay, so this is a Digimon Run Around. It's actually written just for the movie, and it's called Jason Radford. It was Jason Radford who uh, shout who out to Jason that, Radford. Shout out Jason Radford. Great fucking theme song. <laughs> That, I think that's what got me hooked to, and I think that's why I keep coming back to it because this this entire like soundtrack to this movie is great. They had bare naked ladies. You had one dude. They fucking one. It was a nineties like the Chinese chicken. It was like a nineties compilation. Dude, they closed the movie with All Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah, that was dude. It 
It was so prime and like you know. Oh, quick side note: another fucking great one-liner is when the Digimon like flies by it and there's two guys driving. He's like, "Did you see that?" <laughs> He's like, "No, I didn't." Wait a minute. He's like, "No, I didn't. I was sleeping." Wait a minute. You were driving. And it was like that. You were driving. Like, <laughs> you were driving. And we like we do that like every time we see each other, which is like every couple like you know five six months, we always somehow like say that. And we that, always that, say that's that like line. our go-to line. That's, that's a go-to like line. line. That's like the line. Um, you know, you know, like I said, this movie. Watching back on it, it wasn't that great. You know what I mean? But there's a couple of really good things that I did like about this. You know, it was the soundtrack and the artwork. The Dude, artwork, I like the the art or the old style feel of it was very nice. And I looked into it. It was Tori Toriyama, basically, who you know, who he didn't do it, but it was Tori Animation who did this. Yeah. Movie. Um, they did a lot of the artwork on it. Who does like you know Dragon Ball, like, you know Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, One Piece. Um, they are the ones that like, kind of produced this movie and did really well in it. Which I didn't know that they were even a part of Digimon until watching this. Um, you know, well, yeah, but you know, thinking about it, like when all these big shows coming out of Japan, like they they all kind of have to work together. Yeah. You know, they can't like split. Like Dragon Ball Z can't have its own people. One Piece can't have its own people. There's got to be yeah. a couple people that are like, hey, you guys need some help. Like, I need some work. Yeah. I need some work, yeah. You know, so it's it's they took her germs. They took her they took her germs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the you know the animation was great, and it really like it kind of solidified that like style. You know, what I mean, it, uh, it was just that style that was happening. You know, what I mean, you, you don't you're not going to see an anime like that again. You're not going to see an anime like that in the movies, which I thought was cool. That's kind of like a generation, like our generation growing up. You you could go see Pokemon one, two, and three. And movies like that in the theater. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, a couple of things that I want to touch about about the movie, which I was watching this. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually happening in the movie. Is that there's about to be like a nuclear. Like, Dude, I fucking wrote fallout. that down. There's a nuclear they fallout. They fired with, nukes. They fired nukes and nobody's freaking out about it. And, nope, like, and they're like, oh, no, the nukes are headed right here. What, right do we do? <laughs> what do we it's, do? And the I'm, trajectory is right on this house, right yeah. from my ass and the jerky shakes. And it, it was like, oh, the Pentagon just fired nukes, and they don't know where it came from. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was like, oh. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. Yeah, it was, it, you know, it's kind of cool, like, you know, and also like watching this movie, it's like, they were he- – like, it's so funny, like, when they were on the internet, and everything was in Japan, but his messages were in English. You know what I mean? And I'm like – Yeah. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, cool. that's like, a little – it's aesthetically pleasing to me, but it was like, uh, that's weird. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, um, and then like, Dude, also, I, like, I hate that. I hate that they like to fight. Okay, that they were like, oh no, like our Digimon are being slowed down because all these kids are sending emails, and then it's like, wait, he's getting slowed down. Keep sending emails, kids. Keep- <laughs> Ooh, like, you can't, you can't. Rep- Did you see him like at replying to like thirty thousand emails at one time? Yeah, no, that was that. I was like, really? I was like, really? You're on a Windows like 97, and it's like, and it's like, oh, we're gonna have to lose our phone connection. We can't get on the internet anymore. And I'm like, ah, like this is awesome. Like Uh, I mean, like they're doing like it's like dial up. Yeah, it's like dial up, and it's like, and also another one liner as well is like, he's like, who should we call Bill Gates? And I'm like, oh, he's like, he's like, what are you, Bill Gates? He's like, there's, it's so Americanized. Like they kept on referencing Colorado. That Willis yeah, no, kid is in Colorado. Yeah, because the Willis kid had, you know, the whole movie is like they had to get back to Colorado because, you know, the Digimon was trying to beat the virus and he just wanted to go back in time. And Coco Mud. I love this movie. I'm sorry. I don't care. Like, this is like, no matter what Rotten Tomatoes said, whatever anyone else said. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. I love this This is a pretty good movie. It was a pretty good movie. I loved it. They're just communicating on this, like, computer with each other, and there are no webcams. There are no external microphones. What's going on here? Yeah, and I also loved how, like, I, I don't remember who he was talking to. He was talking, he was trying to get all the Digidestins to help out and everything. Um, and he was like, I'm sorry I threw up in your hat. And I was like, oh, my God, you fucking threw up in that big hat. You threw up in your hat. He threw up in Sora's hat. And he was like, was I'm like, sorry I, I threw up in your hat. I would and be then he put it on. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I wouldn't want to be yeah. friends with you at all. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love that whenever they grow up, they're like, ah, oh, and Matt's trying to be a musician. His name is the Digidestin, formerly known as Matt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing another thing too is like like you said it was put into three shorts I, yeah there were so many things i could tell that it was rushed it was like how are we gonna get to america and they just like say that and then they're just in america dude did you do you know how they got to america in that part they, they were like oh let me use my uncle's frequent flyer miles that's, that's like, right yeah. okay let's say right. three children 
on frequent flyer miles, and then they get in a cab, and the guy's just like, fucking, yeah, and they're driving all crazy, and it's like, oh, this is my uncle's cab friends. Yeah, and they get back, and they just get into a bunch of random cars with people, and I'm like, oh, this is not right. I mean, it was 2000, and you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. No, well, yeah, do, like, do you remember, like, towards the end, they're like, oh, we gotta get back to my house. How do we do that? Let me call the pizza man, mm-hmm. and we can just get in his car. And not even think about him or make sure he's With, got a background check. Yeah, but he looks like a very big, big, not look. He's got the weird, like, you know, the aviators and everything. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look safe at all. But no, it, was yeah, two, it, looked- it was 2000. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted in 2000. You know, you could do any type of thing you wanted in that day. They could not put that in a movie now, and it'd be cool. No, it it's just, not it, cool it, at it, all. It, They're it, like, it, oh, it, yeah, just pick us up on the way, pizza man. Let, oh, don't. Yeah. Oh, wait, this isn't my house. This is your house. <laughs> I know you got pe- Oh, what? You got candy in there? Well, we no, we got Digimon. Can they have some of these candy too? He's like, yeah, whatever you guys want. Just yeah. be, just keep your voices down. And I think it was like shortly after this is when I stopped watching Digimon. Is when I got to like the third generation to Digimon, and that's when I kind of like. Oh yeah, stopped. I couldn't do it after the second. I feel like after the movie, and I think it did. I was so a fan of I... Vmon, but after that, I was like, Rrr. yeah, no, they they it just. It just went down for me personally, and like then I know they tried to reboot it um, a couple like a year or two ago um, with the newer. They went back to the old, the first generation, and they gave it a whole new look. They did that like very classic anime style, like throughout the entire thing, and they changed their looks a little bit. I think they were a little bit older as well. It was I like Kai. It was like Kai for Digimon. Yeah, and like I personally didn't watch it. Now I don't know how well it did. I'm not sure if you've seen it or anything or heard of any. Nah, either. I'm not. I, I I dropped off. I dropped off the Digimon train. For yeah. a while. Yeah. But like I said, you know, like this movie was so it, – it resonated with me because, like I said, it was me, my brother, my dad. We all went to the movies, and um, it was just a good time. You know what I mean? The soundtrack was awesome. It was like the ska 90s era, and the arc was great, and I just loved it. So, did, did, oh, oh, my God. Another one, good one-liner. Dear, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. What's the – okay, so you know Willis had the little Digimon with, like, the huge ears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, like, Digivolves – he, like, digivolves into that big rabbit with, like, punching gloves. Yeah. And I love when he digivolves. He's like, what? He's digivolving. Oh, look. He has pants now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, filled with he, that. He digivolved himself linens. <laughs> it just appeared. Magically appeared. Just appeared um, denim right on this, this bunny with boxing gloves has denim yeah. pants on. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, you know, kind of kind of <laughs> – Kind of, kind of wrapping it up a little bit. Um, well, oh, I was going to say, I was oh, like, go you ahead, know what, what I always thought was weird? Hmm. Tell me why, like, only it was, uh, oh, was it Pen- Pentamon? The little one? TK's one. What is TK's Digimon? TK's. Patamon. Uh, Patamon. 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 He evolved. He digivolved the fucking, he, yeah. He, well, okay, how come him and that little cat, they digivolve into Angemon and Angewoman? How come they're the only Digimon digivolving into humans? I think in the first generation it had a storyline behind that, I feel like. Um, and, you know, this is – I'm about to say, you know, I feel like they had to do that because – I'm about to get into some, like, plot things. I feel like they had to do it for the plot because in the first yeah. generation they were just the kids. They, they weren't supposed to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think the original – like the cat one, I do not remember her name. She was originally evil. She was part oh, yeah. of some kind of evil. The cat with boxing gloves. She was evil. She became good. You know that. And you thought that'd be done with her character. And then Padamon was very weak because it was you know he was little. TK was very little. Um, and I feel like they had to give them a digi evolution that was like, oh my god, they're angels. You know what I mean? They're humans. Like yeah. They're above whatever. I feel like that was all for plot, and that was all for just like, yo, let's throw these characters. Let's give these characters something because they're kind of being very. They're the weaklings. And, at the you know what's so fu- yeah. you know what's so funny though is too is when Digimon digivolve they become more articulate. Like at yes. first they're like, "Oh, I'm a Digimon," blah blah blah, and then they digivolve. They're like, "I am a Digimon." Uh, Look dude, at that, me. That's a great. That was a great impression. I feel like that was exactly a. With, My with, language with, skills have increased tenfold. Yes, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's so. <laughs> that's so I'm an adult that. now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, he knows how to talk better. That's nice. He knows how to talk better. That's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, but that, that last little, that last, okay, so the golden digi eggs. That, that was, was a great, interesting little plot point. I thought, I, I thought it was great. 
I don't know. What what what, what was what was your flaws with it? What was your flaws with it? Not that I necessarily had flaws. I just like I thought it was cool that Andromon and Angelwoman their like thing was to retrieve the golden digi eggs, and then they gave them to um, Vimon and the other fat rabbit with the jeans. And yeah. Well, they, <laughs> they, they, they had. They had the golden digi eggs. That was like their thing. You know what I mean? That was like their ex evolution. And then like they couldn't beat him for some reason in that kind of form. I don't understand why. And yeah. Then they pass it on. I'm like, wait, why can they beat it in that form and you can't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, doesn't, it didn't really. But then like the the golden armor digivolve was pretty cool. And that was the cool. I thought it was fucking like. I thought that was awesome. I, th- I, I thought it was great. You know what I mean? I thought it. it, it because I don't think they had done that. Um, previously in like the series given those two digimon like or giving vimon or whatever his name is a that kind of evolution um because i thought the second generation was all about like you had to collect some sort of like second like an egg or yeah something like that to yeah do some kind of different because like you know you had war graymon who could just digimon can only do like mega evolution you know or mega evolve whatever to the yeah point. but if you got a different attachment a different egg in a way you could do different uh-huh. skill sets you know what i mean um so that was cool giving it to them because I don't think they had done that in like the TV show. So no, yeah, that was definitely yeah. pretty something that was unique to the movie, yeah, yeah. which is cool. <laughs> and that whole time, I was just like, <laughs> Digimon got much more articulate after the Golden Armor <laughs> Digivolved. And they're smart. I am well. a Golden Armor Digimon. He's, I also I have that. figured out Pi. I love how that like that like banter, like the whole like when they're inside the the virus and they're like he's trying to tell us something. What is he trying to tell us? You know what I mean? It's like very just like yeah. It's just very like I'm like ah, I don't feel it. It's just weird how they were just yeah. like, yeah. like this, this is not hitting me well. Yeah. It hit me but when I, I was did, a kid. Quick little thing I did love when War Greymon and Metal Gururumon fuse together to become fucking Omnimon. That was fucking the shit. I had a action figure of that growing up. Dude, I straight up hashtag Gururumon number one fan right here. I was always all about Gururumon. I was all about War Greymon and you know. Metal War Greymon. That was, no, that was my shit. Like that, like you know. Oh, there was Metal up, Metal Garurumon, right? Too Metal Garurumon, where he's like the wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's. But final... it, oh, but I loved, I loved the right before Garurumon. There was Gabumon, yes. and he was like the, yeah. he was like the fat tiger with a horn on his yeah, head. Yeah, that was like his like base form, basically. You know what I mean? We didn't um, see a lot of uh, what's his face, the dude with the glasses. Yeah, he had a very small scene. I feel like it was just there to be like, oh, he's not a, a part of all of this. Yeah, he was you know like I mean? taking like, like he's like taking like his SATs or something like that. Yeah, which I thought was so weird. I'm like, he's not in this movie. You know what I mean? Like he's like, he's not... he's like eh, I don't want to be a Digidestin anymore. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to fucking Harvard or you know. I'm going. Whatever, I'm, I'm going to Harvard or yeah. But yeah. no, the the they end this movie on the ending song is All Star by Smash Mouth, Great. and I don't know if you caught it, but like there's that bit. Where Kokomon is like humming along with the song, yeah, and fucking yeah. Willis, he's like, "Oh, look, he's tone deaf." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love. Smash I thought Mouth. that was so funny. I was like, "Oh, he's, he can't sing." This movie was all about one-liners. It was fucking great. It was it, all about dude, one-liners. this movie had so many one-liners. It wasn't even funny. Yeah, um, one big one-liner. Thing. I wanna, I wanna say this before we go. Before not before we go. Before we end this uh, wrap up the review, um, fuck. Digmon, or uh, fuck, what was it? Uh, Armadillomon, or whatever the fuck his name Did, is. Oh, uh, yeah, the ones where they didn't even try. Armadillo. Even... Hey, do you want to just add Mon to the end of this actual yeah. animal's name? Yeah, quick little, Ar- like, and it was Armadillomon. Like the, the, oh, like the, it was a Hawkmon, Hawk, too. Okay, so it's Hawkmon's, like, I forget her, whoever, <laughs> whoever his Digidestin was. The girl was like, aren't our Digimon great? And then whoever Digmon's Digidestin is, he goes, I wish Digimon was a little bit more animated. And I'm like, yeah, because he sucks. Because <laughs> like, he fucking sucks. Because he sucks. Because <laughs> he, he sucks. Because he sucks. So, yeah, that's my last. Fuck Digmon. Fuck him. He was ugly. It was a way <laughs> Oh, and on that, fuck Digmon. Fuck Digmon. <laughs> um, fuck Digmon. Okay, what do you, ra- what do you rate this, this movie? Out of anime movies, where you stick in the Digimon movie? You know, okay, if I was at the time when I watched this, it would have been 100%. But now watching back on this now... <laughs> Um, I give it like I give it like an eighty, eighty percent honestly on my scale because like I said, it had a great theme song, great artwork. It's very nostalgic. Um, the one liners get me every time, and yeah, it's just you know I love Digimon. I love watching it 
as a whole. You know what I mean? Till to this you're, day. You're, you're, you're bigger on the Digimon training than I will ever yeah. be. Yeah. Gotta give this one like a five out of ten, like fifty percent. Oh my god! Okay, I, okay, then I give it eight out of ten. Yeah. I, I, ugh, a part. There were bits of it that I was just like, "This is a cringe fest." I don't know why I love this so much. I loved, yeah, like I said, it was nostalgic and it hit me. You know, that's why I kind of want to review because I'm like, you know what? I've I watch this movie like once a year because it's just so good uh, to me personally. But you know, like I said. I got it out. I got to talk about it with somebody, and now I probably won't ever. I won't watch it anymore. So now, yeah, I, I don't. I don't need to watch it again. All right. So into episode four of uh, Cowboy Bebop. Woo! Woo! <laughs> a little, 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 Woo! Rick, a little, uh, little Ric Flair right there. Little, <laughs> Woo! It's, yeah, a little Ric Flair. Shout out to Ric Flair. Dude, you know, I watched an interview of him. He had sex with over a thousand women. That blew my fucking mind. What the fuck? I just like, I don't know why we're talking about Ric Flair. And I thought about that interview he did. They're like, how many women have you had slept with over your years? And he's like, oh, about over a thousand. I'm like, oh my God. 1,372. <laughs> yeah. And he's like. And, and I plan them. on making it more. Woo! It's like, yeah. It's fucking great. But yeah, rolling in a cowboy. Dude, I'm, sur- I'm surprised his dick hasn't fallen off. Oh, yeah. That's no, too I, many. That's, that's too many. many. It, it's like, it's like, that's a woman, like, uh, like one or two women a day. Like Dude, that's like women. that's like a small town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are towns with smaller people. They're like there are towns with like five hundred people. Naylor, Missouri, fuck that place. Naylor, <laughs> Missouri, Naylor, Missouri, population of seven. And then you walk past a sign, and it's population of seven plus however many you just walked in with. Yeah, you walked in with. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a dude flipping the sign. Like, are y'all gonna come? Or- yeah, y'all stay. Y'all come or stay. I I, I wouldn't cross out the number. And add some more on there. Um, <laughs> but, um yeah, so episode four of a uh, Cowboy Bebop Gateway Shuffle. Uh, dude, um, this, is a, this is a great dude, episode. It's a great episode, but I will say this: I feel like this was a filler, um, setting up for some whatever the season has to offer. Well, well, dude, well, this is the first one that uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure offered the what's going to happen in the next episode. Yeah, um, and holy cr- well, y- yes, it was a bit filler. It didn't necessarily, um, but it did though push the plot in the relationship between Spike, Jet Black, and Faye Valentine mm-hmm. because she actually joins their crew. Yeah, in this know, episode. And, yeah, and I and I feel like it, it did need, it did need to start pushing the story more, but you know, like I said, like it's I feel like it was setting up. It's just getting it's setting up those relationships in a way. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So you open up on what? So what I like when I looked at the episode, I was like, oh shit! I was like, it's uh, Jupiter. I was like, it looks just like Jupiter, but it is not Jupiter. It is Ganymede, which is the the planet in question. Um, we open up on that sequence where Faye Valentine is out of gas and she's out of food, which she's just sitting in a dirty spacecraft with like nothing but space food wrappers. Yeah, because she stole their ship. No. Yeah, or or she uh, she escaped. She escaped. Yeah, yeah. And she ran out of fuel. <laughs> oh my god, which is so funny. Like it's like the you know she was a gypsy and she's so like she can steal, she'll get away with it, and she's good. But now she's in a super hard place, and she just keeps on trying to like wave people down and everything to like help her out. And so and so she's like waving them down to help her out. And I know she, like, waves down the um, one ship that totally, like, bails on her. And then she sees that, that ship wreckage. Yeah. And that's where she uncovers the vial from that dead dude when he's Who's like, in the, he's in the ISSP. The, take this he's, to the ISSP. Yeah. Ah. And he just, ah. he just passes away. I, I love that she's in there and she's like, well, this isn't going to help my hunger at all. <laughs> she's like, I can't eat this. I can't eat anything that you have, daughter. No. Yeah. Um so that so, that sequence yeah. on a uh, on Ganymede where it's a uh, where Jet and Spike are eating and their bounty is uh is like sitting at the table across from them. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember his I'm trying to remember uh, his name was like like Morgan Gould or something like that. Something yeah. Morgan. But and that dude so they're like there's a huge thing about the guy orders the Ganymede sea rat. And I love I love the group. I love the Space Warriors group, the uh, Universal Environmental Protection Society, yeah. because they're honestly they're pedo with guns. 
They are pedo with they goods. Are, they are pedo with goods. Um, yeah, which is so funny, like, you know, seeing that back now, it's like activist groups were still, like, you know, a thing back in, like, the 90s. And, like, it was kind of portraying how radical they can be in a way. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Cause you, you know, cause I'm, and I'm not going to sit here and say, like, PETA is not amazing in what they do, but, you know, there are stories. and Not even just PETA, like, different kind of groups like that. that but, I mean, like, you hear that. You hear that, that all the time. Yeah. It's just, like, like PETA shaming. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there mean, are people downtown right now they are just like, fuck SeaWorld. Fuck this. Fuck yeah. these people. Fuck, which, I mean, fuck SeaWorld. But, mm. like, it, they're, and they just, like, shout at people. Mm-hmm. And like ruin people's days, and it's it like takes it yeah, to an you extreme. could do that. And it, it kind of betrayed yeah. that. It kind of betrayed that, which is like you know you. It, it, it definitely did. like the guy was like, oh yeah, is my sea rat ready? And then they like swarm up at him, and they're like, well, the Ganymede sea rat is one of the most intelligent and beautiful creatures. Yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't order a circus, and then they just open up on him. Yeah, there's a great one liner in this episode mm-hmm. where. Um, so the the chick, uh, her name is Twinkle Maria Murdoch, and she's the head of the Universal Environmental Protection Society. Yeah. Basically, whenever Spike is like, "Oh yeah, I got your mom," like, like you, you know, you guys better get out of here before the cops come. Like, I'm gonna take your mom with me. And he's like, "Hey Jet, how's Morgan?" And he's like, "Ah, uh, he's full of holes." <laughs> oh my god! They yes. just shot him up. I love that. Like Spike's so ambitious. He's like, "Hey, how's our bounty?" And then he's like, "Yeah, our bounty is dead." Yeah, they're so like, dead. Ba- yeah, yeah. So they're like, okay, cool, because she has like a twenty-five million like long bounty on her head, and they're like, all right, cool, we're gonna take her. You know, we'll get some money. We'll finally get some fucking beef. Well, in our yeah, right. <laughs> well, they pull, they pull the money. They pull the, they pull the, um, what should we call it? The bounty for her. For because uh, remember, she is basically uh, her and the Ganymede government, I believe, are mm-hmm. like in cahoots. Yeah. That they would raise awareness for the Ganymede, uh, rat, like sea rat, yeah, and she wouldn't release the fucking virus that she's using, yeah, that she experienced. Which hold that was the whole premise for this episode is that the environment, Universal Environmental Protection Protection Society, that is a fucking mouthful. Universal yeah. <laughs> Environmental Protection Society. I'm just gonna call them like that's not even a good acronym either. It's, what is it? It's it's oops. 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 U U E P S. U P U P S. I'm just calling. I'm gonna call them U P S. Yeah. The U P S is yeah yeah. The U P S. Anyway, so the U P S. Their their thing was they were creating the monkey business. Yeah. The monkey business that was turning people into monkeys. I was pretty much. It's, dude, that kind of reminds me. That's kind of like that. That that opening thought that that people thought that the AIDS virus came from monkeys. Didn't look at it like that. That's crazy. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that kind of yeah. reminded me of that. I was like, oh, I was like, that's kind of how they they thought that AIDS happened was it was from monkeys. Um, no, yeah. So, but okay, good question though. I thought her bounty got dropped, and that's why yeah, they it were did. Just gonna hang it her. did get dropped, and then that remember because they were like um, uh, Jet Black called his friend at the ISSP, Bob, who, I don't know if you remember this sequence, Bob is sitting in front of his computer looking at porno. Yes, that I thought that was so funny. I'm like, he's like watching like a, he's like really like a space playboy, which is like, I yeah, think it's like a fucking thing. Like, space boy. Space boy, yeah, no. Um, space boy. That was, and it's so, like, it's crazy, like, you know, which I really hope they get into in like future episodes of like how Jet Black has the connections to the ISSP. To the like, ISSP, yep. Yeah, so I feel like there's going to be something of, like, he was part of the ISSP or, you know, and Spike was on the run or um, something like that, which is going to feel like they're just getting ready to say something like that in the next coming episodes. Um, no, yeah. No, so okay. many and so he, yeah. <laughs> so he's looking at nudie mags. He tells them, like, okay, her bounties are dropped, and that's why they release her. They're like, whatever, you, she, can, she can go. Yeah. But basically that's where it comes in that she was using that virus to blackmail the Ganymede government – so that they would regulate the hunting of the Ganymede sea rat, mm-hmm. which is pretty goddamn diabolical, if you ask me. Which it it reminds me of like if you look at like Futurama, um, Mother, I think that's what or Mom, oh, as, like who did oh, like Mother, the robot Mother oil. Superior, Mother, yeah, something like that. And like she was like the old woman, but she could kick some fucking ass if she needed to. And then she had her oh son, yeah, so we're like I just, like I'm thinking about that now. I'm like, damn, that's a fucking comparison right there. Like that's like the oh that is like, super yeah. anime version of that character. 
Unity of Mother Superior. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. Oh, that's yeah. totally right there. Fuck, that's I love right. Futurama. Fuck yeah, dude. I Futurama was so... I remember there was like a point in time where we just watched nothing but Futurama. Oh, yeah. No, that's all we used to watch. We used to watch that, South Park, and SpongeBob. <laughs> we used to just like uh, buy uh, Futurama, South Park, and SpongeBob. Yeah, we, oh, we used to buy the DVD box sets. Because we didn't have any cable or anything because we didn't... No, we... Oh, yeah, when we all like lived together and there was yeah. no cable at no all cable. and so we just yeah. bought dvds yeah i'm trying to buy like box sets of spongebob which is like the funniest fucking thing ever like dude how it oh my god dude spongebob goes spongebob go hard goes hard it's yeah spongebob it go hard yeah uh you know a really really interesting thing i saw about this episode mm-hmm. there was a sequence where they were flying through space and there was a bunch of signs that says keep space clean like don't litter and there's just shit everywhere there's shit everywhere shit in space just every fucking where and i'm like oh my god is it gonna get to the point where we're just and it has actually there they they brought it up like in committees like if um, china's landfills get any bigger they have suggested why don't we just throw our trash in space have they not seen fucking futurama oh my god that brings us back where they shot the fucking the space the trash ball into the into the into yeah. space in the early 2000s, and it came back at us. And do you know how they fucking solved it? They shot another trash ball at it, and it bumps <laughs> it back out. That's going to happen to us. Oh, my God. That's going to fucking gonna happen to us. We're just going to be shooting trash balls at other trash balls. Um, anyway, there's all that trash in space. And then basically what, what goes on is that the uh, UPS, the Postal Service, they, they send um, – they're like broadcasting that live stream, like, "Oh, we're gonna use this virus on everybody," and the police they blow up the ship, and it's a decoy ship. Yeah, we just totally saw that coming, actually. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, like I said, it's one of those things where we've like, been too easy. We know what it was, you know, but the characters didn't, which is like I feel like it's such a cool thing. I think that's cool when I see that in kind of things. It's like we know what's happening, and we're like rooting, for, like we're like, "Oh no, don't go in there!" But it's like you foreshadowing. See Foreshadowing, that's the word. Foreshadowing, that is the word. We learned that in English class. I didn't do well in high school. That's how I ended up here. That's where I'm at now. Recording a podcast. At <laughs> Recording an time. anime podcast. Well, yeah, you're you're not too bad. It's like almost 2 o'clock in the morning I'm, over I'm, here for me. I apologize for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I am so sorry about the inconvenience on your life. In, oh, my no, I wouldn't trade one day, the one day, One day we're going to do a live episode of like – Oh, dude, we're going to do a live episode. We're going to film uh, it. And we're going to be here, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Either I'll be here in L.A. or back in San Antonio. It just still blows oh, it's going to be thir- sweet. We're about 1,300 miles away. still blows my mind. 1,300 miles away. Um, um, so, so, yeah, decoy ship. Um, they realized Did you notice it? that the Corgi's got fat? The, cor- the Corgi was in it for a very brief second, and that Corgi got chubby as shit. Which still blows my mind. I'm like, where – What is, is he eating? It? Well, no, isn't – isn't this one, like? Isn't there a scene where he's eating the dog food, or like she's eating? No, I no, I lied. I'm gonna cut that out next episode. I fucking never watched that episode. Um, but yeah, how, <laughs> no, 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 how 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 did he get so fat though? There's no food on that fucking ship. Yeah, yeah there's no food. No, yeah. None of them are getting fat. Nobody's yeah. getting any nutrition. How is Jet Black still like super duper cut? Yeah, how he's is still he like gigantic. Yeah. He's not eating. He should be losing weight. Yeah, his muscle mass should be there. Yeah. But um. So they fire those that that vial. They fire that through the hyperspace gate. I figure my continuity error. I couldn't find one exactly, but I feel like if I did have one, it would have to be in the hyperspace gate because they're like flying through hyperspace, chasing these missiles, and then all of a sudden they blow. Okay, they blow up two missiles, and then uh, I love that you got to give it to Faye Valentine again coming in. Hell of a fucking pilot. Such a good pilot was like, oh, hey, like, I'll come help you out for 80 percent of the bounty. And he was just like, nope. And she's like, all right, bye. Peace. <laughs> like, all right. Bad peace. And she still does it. And she's like, <laughs> and she and, well, he's like, OK, OK. He's like, OK, 40 percent. And she's like, OK, great. I'll get the other 60. <laughs> I'll get the other 60. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And so uh, she comes yeah. in. No. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. You were rolling. You were rolling. You were rolling. <laughs> you were rolling. Yeah, I was rolling. We're all rolling. Not rolling like that, though. No, don't no, no. don't do drugs. Anyway. Um, uh, Straight edge. <laughs> I'm edge, brother. And child of God. Child of God. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like my continuity error would roll in that only because they fired those missiles so, like, the missiles are clearly so far ahead of them. 
And then all of a sudden, like, you just see that, like, Faye and Spike are both way ahead of the missile. Yeah. And it's like, how fucking fast are these ships? And, like, hyperspace is weird. There's just a cone of hyperspace. There's this one little cone of hyperspace that enters Ganymede. And you have to go through the cone of hyperspace to get to Ganymede. And I don't know if you remember, like, in Star Wars, hyperspace is fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it's fucking crazy. Like, and they they really touched on that. Like, I think in the like, last Jedi, I, I love is like when they started like showing how crazy hyperspace is because she like shoots the ship, like going into hyperspace to hit the other ship. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I thought about? You know what I thought about? Really, really quick sidebar on the last Jedi. People are like, "Well, why was Luke so weird in the last Jedi?" I'd be pretty weird too. If I kissed my sister. If I kissed my sister. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that would tear me up over the years over the and years. turn me into a goddamn lunatic. Yeah, dude. I thought they, was, very, they brush over that very quickly. Like, very quickly. Like, that's the thing. In Empire, he kisses his sister, and I'm pretty sure that weighed on him so much. I'm pretty sure he liked it a little bit, and now he's a weird old man on an island that's like, <laughs> man, I wish I could kiss my sister again. Sucking, he's basically sucking, like, creature titties to get fucking, like, <laughs> any sort of thing. It's so funny. Like, George Lucas is like, oh, you know, I have so many errors. Not errors in the movies, but there's so many plot holes. Let me make three more movies to fix this. He's like, he kissed his sister. Let's just blow over that. Don't forget it. Like, everyone's just forget about that. There was so much interaction between Luke and Leia after that, and he doesn't address that they are brothers, because they both know. Yeah. They both know. But I feel like he was the one that was like, oh, this is going to fuck me up. This is going to fuck this me up good. This is going to fuck me up. Yes, yes. Ridiculous. That's my Star Wars joke for the day. That was a good one. But, uh, so, I, I love that... Um, that they explain about hyperspace and say, so Fang and Spike get through the gate into Ganymede. The um, the monkey business does not end up getting to Ganymede, obviously. That would be terrible. Yeah. And I love that they see all of the um, all of the missiles flying past them, and they're like, oh, whoa, what the hell? And it's like when you're in, it's like when your hyperspace acts outside of the regular space. So mm-hmm. anything that happens in hyperspace, you can see it, but you can't interact with it, which I thought was very, very interesting. So after that, um, you remember that sequence where she like, uh, what's her face? Murdoch was on the ship and she drops the, the vial of monkey business and it breaks. So now we have a ship full of primates just out in the ether just a bunch of monkeys <laughs> just piloting just piloting a ship out there. They don't say whether they go and get her, but I would not want to fuck with any of those monkeys that are in there. No. Yeah, no, you wouldn't want to fuck with any of those because, like, that was like a deadly drug that turned them. They were just, like, rabid monkeys, right? They were, they were like, were they, like, part human? Yeah, they were rabid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they were, they were, like, basically they brought them back to primitive state. Yeah. And turned them to, like, some monkey-human, humanoid-type thing. And so now you have just, like, this ship full of monkeys floating out outside Ganymede, and nobody wants to go in there because they're crazy. Yeah, fuck that. No, fuck that. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. But uh, we do get a familiar goodbye again. Um, They do go back into the uh, Sea Space Cowboy ending. Love it. Loved it. Which I'm so happy about. Loved it. I just hope that continues. I mean, because it wasn't in the previous episode, right? Uh, no, it wasn't. They, yeah, we did yeah. not end with Seas Space Cowboy. And I really hope they do continue on that. Um, because it's like a trademark type, type of, uh, you know, slogan of things. And I feel like they will continue to do that, but it, it was awesome, like, going back to that. But so. And so and then at the end of that episode, it, it's interesting that, that Faye Valentine's like, they're like, well, we didn't get the bounty. And she's like, well, we'll get the next one. And she and just, she's like, like, continuously, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, I live here now. She's like, what? I'm going to go take a shower now. <laughs> Which is, like, you know, it goes back to her, like, type of lifestyle. When she finds something that, like, benefits her in a way, she's like, cool. You know, my ship was out of fuel. I was pretty fucked by myself. I'm going to stick with these guys, and, I'll, you know, I can make my – you know, not make myself something, but it's like I can continue to live if I stick yeah. with them. Which I feel like could come back into a way it's like, you know, there's probably going to be in the future episodes where it's like, She's gonna. They become really close, and everyone's cool with her. And then she tries to dip again because it's like her old lifestyle. You know what I mean? 
I feel like that's well. Now that I think about it, now that I think about it, this is like four mouths to feed now. Very true. They don't give a fuck about her, and like I said, they don't give a shit. They all don't like each other, but I know that they're gonna like that they're gonna like each other. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't let something happen to each other in a way. No, but yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're no, right. Yeah. yeah, they have to feed another fucking mouth. You gotta get some fucking another meat. fucking mouth with yeah. the no money that they got from this yet again. Bullshit. Like yet again, yeah. there's not okay. So technically, they have a bounty. Technically, Faye Valentine has a bounty on them, but they're like, oh well, she's part of the team now, so we're yeah. not gonna turn her in. But yet again, now they have the, the there's they have the the little vial. Well, they have a vial of monkey business. They turn it into the ISSP. I yep. don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what like if they gave it back to them or not. But they always end up with shit and no money. That's just the uh, fucking. It's thing, like a man. fucked up space version of American Pickers. <laughs> fucking <laughs> love that show i love going back and like visiting my parents my parents are always watching like three shows right they're they're watching <laughs> the big bang theory jesus um, they're watching diners That's drive-ins and die like diners drive-ins and diners dives. drive-ins and dives with guy fieri fucking amazing i don't give a fuck what anybody says i love that show i love watching the shit across america you know what i mean i love watching the yeah, shit that they yeah. across america um and then they're watching america uh they're watching uh it's american pickers right um, that, that's what it's called, right? American Pickers. Yeah, American yeah. Pickers. Um, American Pickers. I and you know what? So I love like okay, because I don't watch those shows on like a fucking normal basis. But when I go and visit my parents, they do watch those. I get so like drawn into them, and like they set it up where they're like, "What's behind this door?" And it's like next, it's a like, commercial break, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like. Oh, no. What's behind the door? door? What's behind the door? Oh my god! Like there's gonna be something behind that door that's worth money. You know what I mean? And then like they be like, "Oh yeah, I'll give you five hundred I'm like, "You're low ball." You know what I mean? Like I get so fucking into it, and then I just fucking fly home, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I, you know what I mean? Like it's so funny, dude. I've got like super into those goddamn fixer up shows Where they on build, HGTV, like, like the houses, and like they fucking dude. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> they made they made fun of on South Park recently. They made fun yeah. of the the house improvement shows. And they're like, white people fixing houses. And on every house, it's like Randy Marsh. And he's like, we're going to knock out this wall. Give your living room a more open feel. And like every house he goes to, he's like, oh, all right. Yes, this is good. I think I'm just going to knock out this wall. Give your living room a more open feel. <laughs> like on every house. I saw like a video. It's so funny. I saw a video. They were making fun of the, you know, the exact same type of show. And they were like, um. It's like a wife and, you know, the husband, the wife is like, I want, you know, a sunroof. I want, you know, all this like extravagant bullshit. And the husband goes, and I'm on a thousand dollar budget. <laughs> like, I just thought it was like, <laughs> that was a funny, she wants like everything. She's like, I want fucking, you know, marble here. Like, I want a winding like staircase. Like all like the, the dumbest shit you really don't need. Well, yeah. Um, they're like, we want like beachside views. Yeah. He's like, you know, he works at Toys R Us. I run a cat gloves business on etsy and our budget is four hundred thousand. like what yeah i'm the like hell? what the fuck yeah it's like how do they afford it? yeah it's so funny um speaking of those, like home improvement shows um damn what was that fucking show called back in the day um home improvement no monster house did you ever watch monster house when you were Monster House, like the cartoon? No, no. It was. Was there a movie? I thought it was a movie called Monster House where the house is trying to eat the kids. No. We have derailed this whole fucking podcast. No, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Side note, I'm going to edit all that out. I don't know what the fuck No, dude, we got to keep it. We got to keep it. We got to keep it. There was a show back on like one of those bullshit channels, like 80, and it was basically like. He was like, all right, what kind of design do you want? And he would, like, the fucking kids decide, like, sometimes. So they would make, like, a dinosaur house or something. I'm like, those people have to live with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it would be all, like, jungle. Then I'm like, who wants to go visit that shit? I don't have the fucking Rainforest Cafe anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't come here. (laughs) The parents were like, well, what the kids wanted. It's like, "Uh, no, you're stupid. You're You're dumb. (laughs) Now you have to to pay a 30-year mortgage on this fucking dinosaur it looks like the flintstones like <laughs> yes um back into the podcast i'm we oh fucking, dude we derailed we're it. wrapping it this we is good. derailed it so that was hard good, this though. is what it's about it's, it's about, what it's, it's about it's good shit um yo but episode four of um of cowboy you know it's kind of leading in like it's kind of setting up 
their relationship. It's basically like the next game. episode. I feel is going to be it's going to be introducing a pretty big, um, pretty vital villain. Yeah, um, I feel like I feel like just by ha- looking at it, I feel like they really have to start. Um, and I feel like they're going to. It has to start setting up a plot, like a plot line that's like has a story that's going to be able to carry out through the seasons. Um, yeah, we not, need to you know, live your story. Like I'm, like, I'm not talking about like that's the villain throughout the entire cowboy. But it's like, all right, cool. Let me get a consistent story that's going to have to happen. Um, yep. And I feel like it's going it's going to. They were they're setting up like you know. I feel like they're setting up the environment. They're setting up how like you know the characters you know interact with each other. It's like Bay Valentine's finally part of their ship, even though they don't want to. Um, it's setting up for so much greater. And I feel like we're about to get into something awesome. You know, we're gonna have better. We're gonna have good music. Great storyline, great artwork that's about to come on Cowboy. And, you know, I'm so glad we're digging it like an episode-by-episode breakdown. It's fucking awesome. So. All right. Uh, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to plug at the end of the um, – Quick little thing. Thank you guys for, you know, listening. It's awesome. You know, we're in episode five. You know, like I said, I didn't think we would – you know, I knew we were going to get – honestly, I knew – didn't think we were going to get this far, but it's like I'm glad. We've had a lot of projects in the past that just tanked after a couple well, weeks. We've had a lot of projects between you and me. You know, we've had some – you know, some – We've gone far with some, you know, some that we've had ideas for and they just never, you know, gone through. And like we're, you know, we're oh, doing this. Oh, this is an idea for a long time. This is an idea for a long time. We're finally doing it and you guys are, you know, listening. Um, you know, just keep walk, keep listening. Comment, you know, tell, you know, tell your friends, do some ratings on iTunes. Um, let us know what we should watch. You know, there's so, like I said, there's so much anime that we can talk about for hours. You guys just got to tell us, you know what I mean? Let us know. Um, thank you. Thank you to everybody. Yeah, straight up. Leave it in the comments. Uh, let us know. What you guys think of the podcast, if you would like a shout-out, uh, please reach out to us on the Instagram at Anime Boys Pod. You can always follow me at Money Mitchell on Instagram. Um, and you can hit me with uh, on Instagram and Twitter at the AJ Garces. That's at the AJ Garces on Instagram and Twitter. Again, thank you guys so much. Um, we will see you next week for well, episode six. The Anime Boys Podcast. Uh, See you, Space Cowboy.